Now, now that we've kind of uh, introduced ourselves and how we connected, uh, I'm talking to Che Marsh, uh, former Nitro Girl, has a new Kickstarter campaign for uh, a product called Ring Along. It's it's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of information on your website about it, but one of the things that I really thought was interesting I found in your blog and. It was about how uh, Diamond Dallas Page gave you advice, uh, mm-hmm. just how to market it and kind of how to, you know, take it from point A to point B. And it, it not not only really highlights who he is, but the bond you share as performers. You noted, um, and I'll mention, you can go check this out on Che's website. It's ring-along.com. Uh, you guys haven't seen each other in like 20 years and just... You know, he was like, here's what to do. Here's how you can get where you want to be. So can you just talk about how much he helped you and maybe any memories you have of working with him, even though it wasn't direct? Well, it, it um, so Paige, he took a lot of um, interest in us in the beginning because, as you know, you know, Natural Growth was Kimberly's little baby project. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, Paige was involved in in um, making sure that that we um, were taken care of and that we also, um, you know, just kind of let us know that the way that we carry ourselves, you know, it all it just kind of it sets a tone with the industry. And also, too, it helps Kimberly um, because Kimberly is the creator of the Nitro Girls. And she was at the time. I mean, she, she was she was our boss. But um, so obviously we, you know, since March of, of 2001, everybody kind of went separate ways. But, um, you know, I always stayed in touch with Ross and Ross is the one that connected me to, um, with Paige. And, and being who he is and how um, he just stayed in the industry and so relevant and being a Hall of Famer and everything, I wasn't sure if number one, he would remember me or if he would even take time for me. And Ross said, no, reach out to him. I, you know, cause I'm sure Ross knows Paige really well and just reach out to him. And it was really nice because Paige gave me probably the best advice because as you know, when you're, you know, when you're starting a business and you're constantly second guessing yourself, I mean, there are mornings that I want to wake up and I'm like, oh, I wish I could erase everyone's memory that I ever talked about this or you know, even my own. And I just want to crawl back into a hole. I don't know if I can. It's just, it's, it's a lot of pressure. And, um, and sometimes it's, it's, it's human nature to want that easy, quick fix or that, you know, fast lane, fast track. And, um, and Shark Tank, you know, definitely it's, it's, it's a great, you know, avenue for that because the people, the sharks there, I mean, it's just kind of matter of, they have all the pipeline already established and working well, and you just kind of want to jump on one of their pipelines and next thing you know, you're in the stores, right? But um, the advice Paige gave me was so much more, um, it was deeper. He just kind of pretty much reminded me that I can do anything that I want to do that in a way that I didn't need anybody. And what I needed was to trust in myself and um, in my journey. And, and, um, and really, I, I don't know, I wouldn't, the best way to trust myself is to put myself in situations 
vulnerable situations and 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 live through it and um, and come out at the other end um, successful. And that's one way to trust yourself. And that's kind of what Paige said. And um, he just said, you know, yeah, that'd be great, but you can do this on your own. And it's pretty much what he said. And um, yeah, it's 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 one of those um, lessons that really is lifelong. Um, yeah, they, that you can tap into for the you know duration of your life, even. Mm. Uh, I will mention if you guys want to check out more information, uh, not only go to the website, but there's a Kickstarter. If you don't have the link, you search "ring along" and it comes right up. Uh, you're about halfway to your goal right now. There's a lot of uh, interesting uses for this for the system. But one thing uh, I would probably say would be useful is going to live events now. Uh, yeah. Clear plastic bags. It's probably something that could be really helpful. So if anybody wants to start going back to events or is going to events and gets to one and I've had, so I'm like a huge baseball fan and I've had people that are always like, well, why can't I bring a backpack? Why can't I bring the diaper bag? Why can't I bring this? Mm -hmm check this out. It might help you, mm -hmm. you know, clear bat. You, you have clear pouches and uh, lots of different um, attachments for them. So it, it could definitely help you. Um, right. I mean, you use any of those um, ring along pouches as your personal storage pouches in your bag. And like, so one time we were going to the Cowboys game, it's been a while. And my friend reminded me, you know, you can't bring your purse in there. And I thought, Oh, wait, and I real I remember that I had one of the storage bags was a clear one, mm -hmm. and you just in in sense it's got the the, the spring rings on spring ring, rings on both corners. You can clip any straps on there, and um, or even a little like a wristlet, and it becomes a wristlet. So I was able to take my things in there with because I had a clear ring along storage pouch. <laughs> See there there you go. There you go. The NFL is very strict, uh, okay. <laughs> probably more than anybody. So. Uh, one thing that I did want to talk about is how fondly remembered the Nitro Girls are. I, I think people that were WCW fans remember, you know, hey, you were a dance troupe, how it started with Kimberly, but you were a really big part of the show, like very uh, getting in segments. You had a special pay-per-view, you had a calendar. Uh, I believe there was event appearances. It turned into feuding with each other. Uh, what what do you look back on fondly the like the most like was it the camaraderie was it being on TV? Yeah, yes, it's the lifelong friendship <coughs> and mm. support system that we took away that still exists twenty years later. Um, mm. You know, obviously everybody's busy doing their being their being successful because they really are individually. Um, so, but we're always there for each other. We may not check in as often as we want to, but whenever something great happens, we're there to cheer them on. And whenever something unfortunate happens, we're also there to um, help them through it. So that most definitely, and tie all the life experience, all those experiences with it, because whenever we do come together, we have so many fun memories to tap into that we never run out of things to talk about and we never run out of things to laugh about. You know, just all those years of traveling day in and day out. And so, yeah, so it's just, it's a lifelong um, 
blessing that we took away from it. Yeah. And I just mentioned a bunch of things that you guys got to do on the shows. I don't think I realized this until like just now, but uh, you also had like a pop group for a little bit. Uh, we did. I, I don't think I realized that at the time. I, I was. It, it's okay. It was. We tried. We tried. So, b- being in Atlanta, you know, it's like the hub of um, music, uh, you know, you know, industry. Yeah. Yes. Towards the end, we were approached, and that's kind of when Spice Girls started to kind of slow down a bit. And there were so many boy bands with InSync and Backstreet Boys. So it was like a natural thing to do because we already had the look and we had some, you know, some following and, um, and really legit. Some of the girls could shoot, like they could really sing, Mm. not me, but they could really sing really well. So it was a natural thing to do. And not to mention we weren't, it was such an abrupt stop of, of, you know, what, what happened. We didn't know it, it just, you know, because last we really heard was, you know, Eric was trying to um, buy the company and he had a big, huge plan for all of us. And um, there was like a one time, I think we were at one of the cities and I was talking to Eric and Eric had big plans for the Nitro Girls too. So that's kind of like what we knew last. And to have happened what happened in, the, you know, in Piano City, it was like a big abrupt thing. So we weren't ready to... It's like going a thousand miles an hour and completely coming to a complete stop. We're like, okay, we need to like put in neutral and at least push this car a little bit further down the line and see where we can <laughs> go with it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I thought that that was really just uh, a, a great example of how popular the group was at the time. Like if you could get into that, even though it didn't go as far as any right. that anybody wanted, but I mean, it, it was all over the show, and uh, maybe if I could just get your thoughts, why do you think the group caught on, and why do you think it still resonates now? Um, I think group caught on because it was so from the left field. It was so unexpected, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of one of those, if somebody would have, if they would have had some kind of a big group discussion about it, like a town hall, not that they would, but you know, like town hall about what do you think about group of, you know, like, you know, you go to Hawks and you go to, you know, football, I mean, games and you see girls dancing. What do you think about that for wrestling? I can pretty much bet that most people would say, Oh, no way. You know, because they want, they're not used to that. And, mm-hmm. and female presence within wrestling is as a ballet or as a wrestler. And it's, completely it's kind of one of those things that they 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 but they wouldn't have been thinking with the right um i don't know with the right view so when it was just thrown at them completely unexpected and all of a sudden i think it actually fit you know like they didn't have so so instead of it's almost like trying something new instead of hey you want this then you're like, oh, no, looking at it, texture, color, no, I don't want it. But if you're about to you're about to put something else in your mouth and somebody just sticks something else in it and you're like, hmm, you know what? That's actually pretty good, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's, I think that's a lot to do with it. And how can you go wrong with an arena full of men and a couple girls? You know what I mean? A group of girls, right? Yeah. You know, especially our first dance was a chair dance. You know, so it's 
It's, um, and I think what also was nice is um, the individuality. We weren't cookie cutters, mm-hmm. right? And we weren't just one girl looked the same as the other. It was just, I think it's a diversity that also um, caught the people's attention, yeah. you know? And I mean, they, you speak about diversity. I think, you know, it was one of the few groups that did it at the time because so many you mentioned like uh boy bands and any kind of group like like it was very cookie cutter and then this came along and it wasn't that it was a bunch of different people you know the the performing was the common bond but i mean i remember and still even now like you bring up the nitro girls and people are like oh this one was my favorite and oh i like this one the most and it was like never you know, it was never like one answer. There's always something different to uh... it was, and even like Spice Girls. I mean, other than Scary Spice, you know, they just had different theme or different look. They mm-hmm. weren't necessarily different athletic. You know, in their that's well, <laughs> the tongue twister for me. But they're you know, the, but they um, it wasn't like different from diverse from different background. You know, mm-hmm. ethnically. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite match or moment from whether it was your career in WCW or just one that you were really excited to be part of? That I would, really... Yes, I would say it would have to be the show in Atlanta when we had was at the, at the time, I think it was at the Georgia Dome. I don't think Mercedes Benz. Yeah, it was at the Georgia Dome. And I think we had um, we had over 40,000 people. You know, so that was, and then being in our own backyard, being at home and, and being able to have our friends and family there. I think mm-hmm. that was, that was like a huge showcase. And um, that was probably the big memory for me. Yeah. Was that, uh, was that the Goldberg show? Yeah. The Goldberg yeah. Hogan show. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you, I mean, you were from Atlanta, but you were a cheerleader too. Yeah. Falcons. So, yes. I mean, you have plenty of reasons to have you know a homecoming of sorts plus, right. plus wcw is based there so mm-hmm. do you follow at all right now because i know there's a lot of comparisons between all elite wrestling even though they're in jacksonville and you know wcw there's a lot of parallels do you follow it at all or i i do follow um i do follow a little bit i mean i i think it's it's great that I feel like WWE finally has um, um, a really solid competitor. And I know there's, you know, TNA was there and there's some other wrestling companies. Um, but I think, you know, the, you, you, I think I feel like a brand can become pretty complacent if you don't, if you pretty much monopolize the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great that AEW is coming up. And I know the CM Punk thing was just, that was like, <laughs> I mean, it's still trending, isn't it? You know, yeah. I think it happened like 18 days ago, and it's still like you say something about him, and it's like, I know, but the, when I saw the video, especially now coming out of the pandemic and not knowing what city is fully operational, whatnot, yeah. when I saw the arena, I was just like, okay, I was trying to really, okay, is this really right now happening? this kind of pop, this kind of energy, 
and um, and this kind of crowd. So yes, it was very exciting to see. Um, it's like life kind of being blown back into the the industry. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to watch the crowds because I'll admit, like, not that I took it for granted, but I was just kind of like, oh, they'll be able to adapt. And then you you had all the shows without fans and. I know. They were they were still good, but then those first couple shows where you really see the people back, like that missed it and wanted to be there, it's like okay, now you you kind of it all kind of clicks. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I haven't been back to one yet, so I'm hoping maybe this month or next month we'll see. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I wanted to say thank you again for taking the time to talk to me. If anybody wants to check out. Uh, the ring along system, you can go to ring alongcom uh, check out the Kickstarter campaign, just search ring along. There's a lot of great information. And one of the other things I mentioned is uh, on your website, you have the blog where I, I would say, check out uh, the information that you said about DDP. He's not, not only great to people for, you know, doing what he does with his, his own program, but just, really wants to help people and you know uh i I wish you the best of luck on this campaign uh hopefully the next time we do this you'll you'll meet your goal and you'll you'll be the shark (laughs) i know but you know what it's really not so it's um you know what i am i'm forging forward either way um i really I, i learned more about the whole process and, and what Kickstarter is um, the past two weeks than I ever did learning or researching about it in preparation for my launch. Um, you know, it's um, experience was very good. And, and um, but again, it's, this is just like a small, you know, step. And I, I intend to just keep making my forge board. So, yeah. I I wish you the best of luck and thanks thanks again. Uh, Have a good day. Thanks.